Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Ben Russell and Danielle Walker. We will be back at the end of the episode to talk to you about our Patreon, uh, catch you up on some recent business and uh, do all that kind of stuff. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club if you would like to support the show. But until then, enjoy this new episode and we will see you in Talking Dum Dum at the end of the show. Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo, and with me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. <laughs> we got two great guests joining us today. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Daniel Walker and Ben Russell. Yeah. Now I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping we hold on to at least. Danielle, because just before we hit record, we just told her about the mask pegger, and because we're on Zoom, yep. she just did what, what? She did a pretty good replica of that famous painting, Edward Munch's The Scream. <laughs> I think she did that, or, or maybe the updated version is the Home Alone poster. <laughs> did a bit of that action. Yeah. So, yeah, tell sorry, us what was Danielle. going through your mind as you heard it, Danielle. What was, uh, yeah, what was racing through your head? Well, I just couldn't believe that somebody had actually like gotten their dick cast for comedy and that people could Mm. see it and that they weren't (laughs) upset or worried about that and that they could go through with that process while keeping an erect penis. Oh, sorry, 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 Danielle. I'll put you up there. What happened was... Um, Nick Carr didn't, still doesn't know about it. So if you can not tell him, we just broke into his house and jerked him off while he was uh, asleep and made the model of him. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you know you can put someone's hand in warm water to make them piss themselves when they sleep. <laughs> what do you put their hand in to make them get erect while they're sleeping? <laughs> yeah. He's hand in lube. His hand was in lube and he just got a hard on thanks mm. to that. So, mm. yeah. yeah. But it was nice. True. It was a, in a weird way. It was nice to see Danielle's shocked response because as I was just saying to you guys, when, you, when you're this deep into the world of doing fucked comedy, it's easy to forget that <laughs> what you're doing is morally and artistically yeah. reprehensible. Yeah. So to see an actual <laughs> honest, horrified response, it was a nice <laughs> reminder. Yeah. And to see you not walk out makes me feel good about what we're doing. I just can't believe he <laughs> said yes to that. That's insane by him. What is, yeah. Does he yes. want it back? Is he going to sign it or something and keep it for himself? I would if, yeah. if it was mine. It's it's no. He's got li- he's literally got like another three or four copies of it at home. So um, <laughs> took him five like, goes to get yeah. it right. He kept fucking it up. So he's yeah. got he kept other coming in the, in the in the in the mold. <laughs> yeah. How do you fuck he kept up? Kept coming your... in the clay. He kept fucking up his dick. Twenty twenty. What a year, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. What a crazy yeah. year. <laughs> What a yeah, crazy that was our. That was our. The, the mask pegger was our attempt to get take everyone's mind off that disaster and think about a different disaster. So mm-hmm. you're welcome, everyone yep. at home. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to looking back on it in like a couple of years' time when things are sort of back to normal and just it really <laughs> standing out for what a full blown <laughs> manic episode it truly was that we all went through together. Yeah. No, for us, imagine if we go just hypothetically, oh, what if we got someone to pose their dick uh, in a mould and then we chuck that up your ass, Tommy? And it's like, we already did that. And then I'm like, fuck, I thought that was like a, right. a lockdown dream. A I thought that dream. was some sort of fever dream. <laughs> it's like a nice little time capsule filled with anxiety 
that you've just planted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. And so, you know, a couple of yep. years from now, you'll go back and you'll you'll realize that it's still out there and and you'll have a panic attack. (laughs) I have a question, Tommy, for you, um, which is, so say you do decide you you do want to go through with a pegging in the future. Will you Mm. use that Mm -hmm. one just because it's around? Will you use Nick Carr's? I'm in the the midst of auctioning it off. Okay. Mm. You've got to get out of the house, otherwise you'll use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're Open like a... us up, Dan. Open us <laughs> up. He can't trust himself around that dick. Yeah. He's got to get it out. It's like, a, it's like a myself. packet of Tim Tams. He just he's, he's going to finish the whole pack if it's sitting there. Yeah. I'm just sitting there holding it in my hands, going, Boy, I can't wait for my 10 friends from two households to see this at the park next weekend. <laughs> um, uh but yeah, it is uh, it, it is currently being auctioned on eBay at the time of recording. It's at two hundred and seventeen dollars, uh, and so yeah, I won't be able to use it in the future. But now that I know what I'm in for, and knowing that Nick Carr will do literally anything for a laugh, <laughs> I think if I wanted to get the actual man to fuck me up the ass, I reckon I could make that happen. I, yeah, I, I really absolutely. I really rate my chances of being able to get that over the line for myself. I mean, I like that yeah, you went yep. straight to getting Nick to fuck you instead of getting one of the others that just didn't work out that well. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just want to fuck yeah. Nick. <laughs> and just, just, so, just so we're clear, Tommy, that's not pegging anymore. <laughs> that's just getting fucked by a man, just so you know. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's- okay. Uh, the sex. <laughs> the Lord of the Fuck has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I've, lo- I, I've looked this up. I looked it up just so I was sure about this. I don't. I didn't want to look silly on the podcast, so I looked it up. Okay, Carl, feel good, everyone. All right, <laughs> telling us how it's done. Doctor Carl, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, well, look. How do we? How do we get off this subject? Can I say this? Um, Danielle, now I saw you recently uh, on the set of Spicks and Specs, the TV show Spicks and Specs. Now you won't be seen until next year at some point, but you you recorded an episode as a guest. Congratulations! You've uh, you're you're on on the proper grown up TV. That's that's going to be on next year at some point. Yeah, I definitely think that's because interstate talent um, wasn't allowed in. <laughs> hey, but it's going to be what? nice to get that, something. That's be thought of. <laughs> Fine, that's fine. Because just remember, think, give a thought for those of us that are in Melbourne that still didn't get on. You know, <laughs> yeah. the, the, they can only get guests from Melbourne, and we still can't get a Guernsey. So don't you even? That's fine. Don't you work there, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. even worse. You're in the building. Yes. yes. <laughs> can we yes. get anyone? They yeah. scan the room. Yeah. Carl. Nah, let's get let's uh, get Danielle in. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What about the cameraman? What about the camera operator? Yeah. That, uh, that camera operates itself, really? He's not winding it up or anything. I'm right just, here. Just aim it at the people. Yeah. I think Danielle lives further than five kilometres away from the studio. I can basically see it from my house. I'm I'm yeah. right around the corner, fellas. I'm, I'm doing nothing all day. I'm I'm four point five k away. I could I was I scraped in by five hundred metres. I could have done it easy. So <laughs> absolutely. So so it's good. It's a good thing, Danielle. Don't play it down. But what I did like was so what happens? I, I was writing. I was writing on the show. So what happens is um, 
the guests what 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 they do with the show is they get the guests to like answer a questionnaire so they know what sort of field of expertise you have what sort of music that you're into since it's a music comedy quiz show um just so that they can talk about stuff that you might vaguely be interested or that you might have a story about or whatever so they they'll send a survey out and it'll have stuff like um it'll say what 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 special subjects on the show would you you know do you know much about what do you hope will be brought up that sort of thing and people will say oh like for example like ben russell what what sort of music do you like uh just a come a lot of coming good come music right <laughs> yeah. okay. just write that in just so musical coming yeah just right. a musical yep. coming just you know like coming with a bunch of reverb in there it it feels like yeah, yeah, whale yeah. songs but it's just different you know yeah, comes, you yeah. Know. I'm so, I'm starting to realise why Danielle got the gig instead of the rest of us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so people ask uh, questions like that on the on the questionnaire, and pe- people will say, "Oh, I really like hip hop. I really like Kanye. I really like um, musicals. Come. Whatever it is." Now, or coming music. Yeah. Come with reverb. Now, the que- the question that was sent that was the question that was sent to Danielle. What what do you hope is on the list? What special subjects do you hope was on the list? Danielle wrote tropical plants. And okay. my granddad. <laughs> okay. so, so she was hoping mm. that the questions on Spicks and Specs, a music quiz show, that Adam Hills is going to like open up the board to the to the rest of like to Danielle and Tommy Emmanuel and fucking uh, yep. Tina Arena and whoever else was on the show and go. Guess what? We're all going to a- answer questions about Danielle's granddad tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's Ben's coming answer actually fits more because you know you could argue that it's the it's the um, it's the product of people having made sweet music with it's each music other. Music of love, you know baby. what I'm saying? Wow. It's, it's music of love. Music of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you say that, I see that I've answered it stupidly. At the time, I thought that. <laughs> at the time, I thought they'd just be like, "All right, we've done with music for a second, Danielle. What do you think about anthuriums?" <laughs> That's, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your theory is they've done, Spicks and Specs has gone for about fifteen years. They must be sick of music by this point. Yeah. What about Hyde Rangers? You know. Yes. What yes. about yeah. What about Granddad Jack? Okay. Right. You, you thought you, yeah. you thought you'll be the one to help them pivot to a different subject matter. Yeah. Tro- man, plants mm. are in at the moment. Rare plants. The market's gone bananas. I don't know if you know this, right, but they're right, going for okay. literally they're more expensive than diamonds at the moment. So, on honestly, wow. it's well, crazy. So uh, that, I don't know. I, I reckon I, there could be a market there for it. Oh, fantastic stuff! Fantastic stuff, Danielle. Now, uh, Ben Russell, uh, why don't you tell us about your specialty subject of cum? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you asked. Um, cum is. <laughs> Well, Tommy, Tommy. To be fair, to be fair, the questions are based around the the subjects that you provide. So, have you got any questions about cum that Ben could perhaps answer? Oh, okay. Um, what What was the last song you were listening to that you that when you the last time you came while listening to music? What was the song? I'll press the buzzer, and then Alan Bro will answer it. (laughs) Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so Alan Bro knows what you came to. He knows off. Rather the guy than knows you. everything. He knows quicker He's a than you. Musical <laughs> encyclopedia, man. Like. <laughs> great, great. He stole. He stole your subject. He stole damn, it. And he, but you know, as long as he gets That's the job depressing. done, it's Alan Bro. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. be mad at Alan Bro for fuck's sake. Yeah. No. You're I think right. he, uh, he used to work in a cum store back in New Zealand, didn't he? Isn't that how he got so... 
He's <laughs> so knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> a trans Tasman cum store. Yeah, that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, 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 um, uh, but 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 thanks to that, thanks to so so I I saw through you know these submissions and these questionnaires and stuff like that. But that was the cool thing with Danielle's that she, like you you look look through everyone else's questionnaires and submissions. And people, some people have literally written nothing on theirs, or they've just gone, "Oh yeah, um, I like the Beatles, I, I guess," and then just send and send them <laughs> in. Whereas Danielle's <laughs> is like absolutely chockers. It had like four seasons worth of stories within the questionnaire. It was like they they picked the stories that they wanted for the show, and I was like, they probably weren't even the best stories. There's like, you know, there's another ten stories that are better than that. So. Um, I was like, we've, we've got to get these stories to air. And, you know, sure, they could be on air on Spicks and Specs and be heard by 1.2 million people, <laughs> or they could be on here and heard by a couple of dozen. <laughs> so this is the next best option, I think. Um, We're like the John West of podcasting. It's the, it's the riffs that Spicks and Specs reject that make Little Dum Dum Club the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it is the golden age of broadcast television, so... <laughs> More people are watching broadcast yeah. television than ever before. Your numbers would be up there, wouldn't they? Surely, but to, our, you'd our give Spicks and Specs are... a run. You should do a show of Spicks and Specs at the same time. That'll we... get you fired. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? I don't know, man. I, you're the first people I've talked to in a while. It's nice to talk to you. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? <laughs> Do you know what? Last year, last year when they revamped the footy show on Channel Nine and brought it back, when it got axed, it was rating so badly. The last episode of the footy show had less people watch it than listen to our episode that week. We outrated the footy yeah. show, which, yeah. which, which would have been even sweeter if not if not for the fact that I was working on the footy show and was employed on it at the time. so And you kept br- you kept telling Limo that over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't help your case. Ironically enough, that week's, uh, that week's episode that rated, uh, that got more viewers or listeners than uh, the footy show, we actually both dressed up as women in that episode, ironically enough. Yeah. So yeah. Beating, beating them at their own game. Yeah, you could, you could really hear the lipstick on the show. It was very funny. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> um, Danielle, can I can I ask you now? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go through a little bit of a list of, of what I read yeah. uh, on your thing, but because you are you've got so many fucked up stories about your family, which I love because I'm the one that comes on this show and has fucked up stories, and then Tommy goes, "Are these stories made up?" And, and they're not made up. They're just I just walk around and I've got a mental case radar. Yeah. So, mm. you, but your your family stories are the best. They're, you're can you tell us about your gra- how your granddad influenced your learning when you were growing up? Yeah, he – so I had to call him every night as a child um, and t- recite the alphabet to him um, because he'd taught me the alphabet. Um, and Okay, so hang on, hang on, hang on. There's, there's already a fair bit there. There's already a fair bit there. So <laughs> – you had to ring him up, and it, there was a nightly alphabet call. So you didn't? Yes. Did you go to school, or you? you, were you this is before school. Home or? This is like four. Oh. I was like four, so it was before preschool. Right. Oh my god! And I call him up right. every right. night, 
and um, he'd written right. the alphabet out, so it was on my wall, and um, I'd get better okay. and better at reading it, and then eventually I could just say the alphabet. And I was, like, yep. so good. I felt so great that I rocked up at, like, preschool day one, and um, the teacher's like, all right, everybody, we're going to try and say our alphabet. And everybody in the class started saying theirs, and I started saying mine, and mine was Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Just one small question, Danielle. Did you grow up in a Paul Jennings novel, by the way? Honestly, very similar. It really is a Paul Jennings novel. I've heard you talk about your family, and it real Paul Jennings is a perfect. It really is out of that yeah. unreal or. Did, did, did you now? Now, so you turned up to school, and you did the other kids laugh at the fact that you had been, I, I assume, deliberately taught by your granddad to say the alphabet backwards. I don't think any like because they. I don't think I think they just thought I got it wrong. The other kids, the teacher obviously <laughs> knew. You did. You just got they one little correct. thing wrong. You did get it wrong. <laughs> you did get it wrong. Well, no, I didn't. No, she said the alphabet. I got all the letters in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, I that d- is pretty funny. That is, that is pretty funny that that he, you've got the alphabet and it's not even alphabetized. It's it's there's it's exactly <laughs> perfectly wrong. That's yeah. what they named alphabetized after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I they really fucked it up. What's hap- What's happened here? You just had it jumbled, or what? What happened? I guess no. That's completely. It's compl- It's just backwards. It's Correct, but backwards. Mm. Um, I think yeah. that like, and, and and props and props to you for still remembering it. So that your granddad's abuse has stuck with you over twenty years yeah. later. Well, so that's that's a pretty cool trick. It's still my go-to alphabet. So when if oh, you're really? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So when when people say, "Oh, you wouldn't even know the ABCs of tropical uh, plants," you're like, "You wouldn't even know the ZYXs of tropical plants." You could <laughs> yes. have said that on Specs right. and Specs. Yes, it, mm. that would have been perfect. I don't. I think the thing that is, Dilsey would have loved it. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't really. Understand we would have loved why. it compared to the next the next contestant that was talking about coming. <laughs> I mean, backwards alphabets a breeze compared to that. M U C. <laughs> what I don't really understand is why everybody else in my family was fine with it. Like, granddad's yeah, like doing it. Nana's ask, right, fine. So. Mum and dad are seemingly fine with it. Everybody just thinks it's funny. Like they just think it's real funny. <laughs> yeah. So what they're they're putting you on the your parents are having to facilitate this phone call. You know, you're not old enough to be using the phone. So presumably they're having to like dial the number. No, and, like, I used to have like, do you remember you on. on the home phone how you could just press the one button and it was like a call through to a direct oh, yeah, number? We had that. I used yeah, to but call. That's, how, that's yeah, okay. how we did it on our phones. I mean, fuck knows what you got taught how to use your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that and then I'd call, but I used to call for lots of reasons. Mum said sometimes, cause Nana and granddad live like two hours away up in Tully and I would just like from four go press the phone button, call Nana and tell her to come pick me up. I want to come up for the weekend. Okay. And Nana would just drive down, come get me and drive me back up to Tully. Because it was better up there. Because Granddad, like, was right. he was caretaker at the army camp, and it was just rainforest. Apart, apart from the psychological abuse, obviously, but yeah, but I didn't know that was that going was on, did I? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> she was too busy getting yeah, fucked up in the later. head. <laughs> I was yeah, too busy. Yeah. I was too busy shooting pigs. 
<laughs> yeah. Fifteen years on, brutal, but like in the moment, fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. all the other kids at school thought it was cool once the teachers told them what I was doing. Oh right, right. They're like, oh. That got you street cred. Yeah, it wasn't as cool when the teacher said, can you please do the alphabet properly? And you literally didn't know your ABCs. Yeah, no, then, yeah, I did have to learn it. Can, can you, because you did that, you did the ZYX really easy. Can you do the forwards alphabet now just as easy or not? Yeah, I can do it just as easy, but I can't do it as fast as, like, I can do ZYX really fast. Go, go as fast as you can. ZYXWBUTSOQPOMLKDASGEFDCBA. Oh, wow. now do A B C. A B C D E F G H A J K L M N O P. Oh my god. Q R S T U V. W X Y and Z. I can't do it. I can't do the alphabet backwards as as quick as that. Yeah, you can't come as quick as that. Yeah, I can. So can we just clear up one detail that I'm not 100 percent set on? Your Grandpa deliberately wrote this out backwards to fuck with his granddaughter. Yeah, he had it this like This was um, by design? He had it. It was like really big paper, like heaps of A4s put together on the wall and like written like a big Z and a mm. little Z and a big Y and a little Y. So it yep. looked like yep. what a proper one would look like. And right. we'd yep. read it together and then but eventually he's deliberately I put it backwards. It. Yes. He thought it, he oh just thought it was God. so funny. That is crazy. <laughs> That is so crazy, he, but he, not totally normal for your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but did, did you ever have a conversation with him afterwards, like when you were growing up a bit, and just, just a simple, like, what the fuck were you thinking? What I was four. I was three years old. Like, what, why did you do that to me? No, I knew he thought it was funny. He'd just say, oh, I thought it was pretty funny. And then that'd be it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, it's hard to argue with. Yes, what do then. your family think of you? Do they think that you're like because you're you're so, you know very well adjusted? I would say. What do they think of you? They think that you're the weird one. No, to be honest, I'm um, I'm every I'm like my nana and granddad's favourite um, because I'm like the the bush. Yeah, one. Yeah, because you never you never went to the police on them. <laughs> you're not a dog. <laughs> Not a rat. I also have an, um, one of my cousins. Uh, well, there's like a tree out the back of Nana and Granddad's, which is like, um, I don't know, it's like the shape of a chair. And on the back of the tree, there's like a hole in it and there's a frog that lives in there. And um, one of my other, it, it lived there for years and years. And uh, one of my other cousins went and killed it recently with a screwdriver. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm the favourite. <laughs> Anyway, okay, okay. We got a beautiful act out in the Zoom window from Danielle, by the way. Just so the listener knows, we we really had a some brilliant mime there. (laughs) Any QAnoners in your family, Danielle? What's a QAnon? Oh no, I don't think so. Granddad's not. Granddad is not online. He believes so. My granddad's shed has like thirty fridges that don't work anymore in it because he uses them as cupboards so that rats can't get in. And on the fridges, he <laughs> he writes everything he needs to know on the fridges in permanent marker. Mm. And um, oh, what? Yes. Hang on, hang on. Everything. <laughs> right. he, so he's got his rules for life on an old on, on like thirteen old Kelvinators. In yeah. The, in the back. So like, shed. there's one fridge, and on the side of the fridge, because the fridge has got like three surfaces as well. And on the side of yeah, the fridge, perfect. it's got like perfect for learning. <laughs> it's got mm. the um. 
dates of births and um, deaths of all his dogs, but in amongst that oh my God. is also the birthdays of all his grandchildren and we're just in with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. With space for the deaths as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, like, on another fridge. I, I, like the, I like the idea. I like the idea that he learns something new or there's a new grandkid and he's like, fuck, I've got to go and buy a new fridge. <laughs> There's no oh, room on the yeah. others. <laughs> He's got 30 fridges. There is too many fridges. But when we went up, he also said to my boyfriend who walked into the shed at the same time, he just looked at him and then looked at the fridges and without saying anything said, this is what we did before computers. <laughs> that's great. We no, had it's not. 30 that's, fridges. that's all it is. That's all it is. He's just got a lot of tabs open. But, I mean, I've I've had sessions on Firefox that you know that probably rival a thirty fridge garage. Honestly, like you know, I got the I got the births and deaths over here. I got the shopping yeah. list over here. Yeah, yeah. This is the porno fridge. Yeah. <laughs> so the fridge to him is somewhere between a cupboard, a whiteboard. And then, like, the back of the newspaper. It's He's all tried three. to combine those three things into one item. Yeah, yeah plus, yeah. you know, your Can't information. So he'll have, like, on, on one fridge, there's a fridge that has all your abbreviations for different cuts of um, meat and fish because he'll have killed his own animals and then written on the bag and then just put <laughs> right. it in the freezer so he remembers what it is. And then <laughs> right, right. another is, like, all the ingredients needed for different poisons. Um, and yeah. <laughs> it's like a... It's like a Queensland Willy Wonka's in there. <laughs> no, you, you know, you know what it is. It's 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 a remake of it's a remake of Memento, sponsored by Fisher and Paykel. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I need to remember things because I keep forgetting, and I'm t- I'm too scared of the needle to get a tattoo. What's the next yeah. best thing? <laughs> I know. Yeah. White what's, goods. What's better than tattoos that also keeps my Coca Cola cold? Well, this. This is the obvious solution. <laughs> none of them work, do they? They're just all the off fridges. Of, yeah, none of the fridges work. They're just, just used as storage. I mean, some of them do, the ones that are for meat, but then the rest of them are just for nuts and bolts and seeds. But there's my favourite right. fridge yeah, yeah. is uh, my granddad believes that God is an alien from the planet Nibiru. I don't know if you've heard that <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> But no, it is. It's one. Okay, so it's basically like, um, so apparently this alien race, their planet was dying because they didn't have enough gold in the atmosphere. So they came to Earth to farm our gold and genetically modified apes into humans. Anyway, on on one of the fridges, there is this map that he's drawn of the planets in order, and they include Holy where Nibiru fuck. used wow. to be and what the asteroid, where the <laughs> asteroid belt is that knocked it out. But also, my granddad, his like favorite saying is like, "Don't believe everything you read," and he doesn't believe in the Bible. He thinks that's a crock of shit. But he worked right. on because he's like a tradie. He worked on site, um, and one guy just handed him like a pamphlet. Um, just print out from the internet of this theory and he just took it and read it and then immediately started believing it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to say, I just want to say, Danielle, you, I think you got off easy with the, the ZYX trick. I think yeah. you got off actually pretty easy. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Thank God your granddad yeah, does not have the internet because he would be... <laughs> oh, yeah, he yeah. would be a flat earther. <laughs> He'd be a flat yeah. earther and he'd be baking up those Q crumbs like nothing. Yeah. Thank God there's not a lot, a lot of other abandoned fridges around the world that he's connected to that yeah. he could talk to. Yeah. 
I love um I love the idea of like the staff in it, like the good guys or whatever, just seeing your granddad like walking across the car park into the shop like, Oh, g'day, Mr. Walker. Got a new recipe, have you? <laughs> <laughs> granddad only goes to the dump for stuff. Um, and that's where he gets everything from. He's that you know that type of man who can I don't know if you've ever met them, because you guys are from the city, aren't you? The, like the type I'm of, from the country. You're from the country. I'm like the type Perth. of man who can just like make absolutely anything out of shit at the dump. He's yeah. he's got this like he's made this big um thing that you cook we cook pig on the spit on and it's like this A frame machine and it's powered by like a whipper snipper motor. Um and there's just <laughs> so many of those machines just around that you're like, What's yeah, that yeah. for? And it's like, Oh, to hold the cow still when I shoot it because my eyes are gone bad now. Right. Your dad sounds like he's from all of the Mad Maxes. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just a character in a Mad Max film. That's it. But yeah, I, I, I yeah. quite I, I quite like all of that sort of like all that all that story of your granddad. But then then he believes in this alien god. On top of that, like the rest of it, sort of is a bit Queensland. All right, he's he's North Queensland. Obviously, that's fine. Re- write down all your information on a fridge instead of, you know, on a computer or on a piece of paper. I, you know, that's great. That's that, and, and I can believe that. But the alien god for a far North Queenslander, that's that's a little bit out there. Mm. Well, that, that's, that's that's out there stuff. Tully, yeah. Tully, and Innisfail is actually the UFO capital of Queensland. Um, oh, so they had like the hoax. You've got the nod. Yeah, they had like the hoax Tully saucer nests back in the day. And then they also, my granddad says one morning on Christmas morning in the 1970s, he woke up and he went out the front for his morning smoke and he looked out. And This he, is already going to be so good, by the way. I'm, all, I'm already just, I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just interrupting you just to savour this moment before I know what yeah. the end of this sentence is. Yeah. All the best stories start with someone on their morning smoke. That's when you yeah. know Chris, you're about to hit gold. Christmas Day in the 70s. This could go fucking anywhere. Yeah, this is also the time where they had a pet bull called Frederick who they um they he used to just have full access to the house that they lived in which was like a shed and he he my granddad killed him because he walked in on my mum when he started growing horns when my mum was in the shower and then my nana had raised him from a calf. <laughs> Hey, so hang on, he killed the bull because the bull lived inside the house with him, but then he walked in on the mum having a shower and on, was like, that's a bridge too far. No, so he walked in on my mum when she was like a teenager having a shower and he had his big horn, so right. he could have like, Granda was worried that he could have killed mum and so instead of like making him an outdoor bull, um, <laughs> he killed him. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they an ate him. An outdoor bull. <laughs> An outdoor bull, or as we call them, a bull. Yeah. I've got no further questions. <laughs> <laughs> to go from being an indoor bull to an outdoor bull, it's too undignified. You may as well just kill the thing at this point, because if you don't, the shame will. What, what a savage. A bull that lives outside. A homeless bull. You know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Grandad was, like, yeah, having his morning Christmas smoke. Day. On Christmas in the 70s. Day. Yep. And he said he looked up at the sky and saw, like, it was, like, uh, a metal object floating in the sky, really massive. like a, the sh- A plane for those of you at home, <laughs> by the way, guys. Well, yep. he said the shape of it was like the shape of a cigarette butt. So, like, right. not your typical cylinder, yeah. sort of like, I guess, like spherical oblong. 
That's, What's that? That's very funny because there's so many stories of like UFO, UFO sightings and they say it looks like a cigar, but that's like the North Queensland version. It looked like a cigarette butt. They <laughs> 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 don't, don't even have the ad- imagination to think that, that they they don't even know what a cigar is. So that's all they know, a cigarette butt. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he said it like, vroom, went away real fast. And so he's believed him since then. And he said because he worked for the army camp in Tully, he also says all the time that there's uh, he's seen that at the army military base in Tully, He's seen that there's um, alien bodies that they have there. Oh, he's seen them? Yeah, he says he's seen them. He said they look normal, just with a slightly bigger head. This will all be available in your book, (laughs) in your book that you're releasing called Grandpa Be Trippin'. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the ZYX of crazy granddad stories. Yeah. Fucking hell. This guy's got the scoop. Why have we got the granddaughter on the podcast? Get this guy in here. Would your grandpa come on the little dum-dum club? Oh. He, he can't yeah, talk on the phone. about his alien experience. He can't talk yeah. on the phone. He's got bad tinnitus I- from all the shooting. <laughs> oh, right. I'm, I'm, well, that's because he shoots all of his balls inside his own house. If he did it outside, it wouldn't be as yep. bad. We get him in here. We tell him about the masked pegger for about 15 minutes and then we get down to brass tacks. Tell us yeah. about the aliens, Chief. We tell him about the masked pegger and then the granddad goes, boring. What is this fucking... Is this, is this primary school? Yeah. Is this nursery school? He'll teach you I something. tell him about my new inside dildo. Yeah. <laughs> That's your walking around dildo. <laughs> your granddad says that he's actually seen aliens. You're, that he he sees he thinks he's seen alien corpses. Yeah, yeah, he thinks he's seen alien corpses. My nana doesn't believe him though, but he's got tinnitus, so he's quite deaf. Oh. So she'll just like while he's talking, be like, oh, "It's a load of fucking crock of shit." <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> right. So right, that's, a, okay. that's an interesting sticking point in a relationship. Like if you guys, if any of you guys had seen an alien body or a UFO and your partner did not believe you, there was nothing that you could do to get them to believe you. Do you think that would be a bit of a sticking point? I don't know if I'd love it. You know what I mean? Mm, I reckon yeah, I'd understand I think I'd be that understanding. Yeah. they didn't see it. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, because like the implication I, is either you've made this up or you're insane. So it's like... Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know what's worse if if you've seen something and then you your partner doesn't believe you, or if vice versa, your partner says something and you're right. like, "What are you fucking talking about?" Right, right. That's tough. <laughs> I guess it depends yeah. Yeah. if you bring not it up all the time or not, as well. Because like, if it's just something you yeah. you're like, "Oh, that's just one time I saw an alien," but I'm not going to bring it up all the time, and that's fine. Well. Right. You know what? I think I think also it's a bit easier like an I saw an alien story is a bit easier coming from someone who keeps their information, you know, I don't know, on their phone or on the internet or on a laptop mm-hmm. rather than on fridges. It's a little bit less believable uh when it's when you when you when you've got, you know, all your life and death information on white goods. It's a I don't know, yeah. it's harder to believe. I think the uh I think the solution would be this is how I would play it. You say to your partner I've seen an alien, and if you tell me now that you believe me, then I'm never going to speak of this again. But if you say that you doubt me, every time we are in mixed company, I'm going to be bringing this up. 
every time we're ever <laughs> around other people, your family, I'm going to be talking about it constantly. So the ball's right. in your court. This is the last you yeah. ever have to hear about it, but you just have to tell me that you believe that I saw this and then so it goes if, to bed. Every time he, inv- every time they have visitors over to the house, if they don't get gored by the inside bull, he starts talking about the UFO story. <laughs> <laughs> if you came over and the guy's like, "I saw a UFO," it'd be like, "Yeah, I'm sure I- that's the least surprising thing about this visit today." That's fine, sure. Mm. What? Well, yeah, yep. we did have. Yep. When we went up, because um, my partner's like from, he's a city boy. He doesn't really, he's never really been to the country at all. And city I boy. took him out, <laughs> I took him out to my nana and granddad's. <laughs> and he did not, he as was. I, I've, I've said this, uh, can I say this? As uh, I've said this years and years ago on the, on the show, but one of my mates at school was like from Melbourne when I was growing up, like in high school, and he was from Melbourne and he went back to visit his family for the weekend and when he came back one of the one of his classmates knew he'd been to melbourne for the weekend came back to maribor and then said how was big stinky <laughs> that's what they called that's what they called the city big stinky because it it smells more in melbourne than it does in maribor apparently but it's also bigger so big stinky that's funny it does swell mm. worse here where do country people <laughs> get their ideas I remember once. <laughs> My cousin's from Brisbane, and once she came up to the country, and I took her out to a, a party in the in the middle of nowhere, and um, we got out of the car, and she looked up at the sky, and because you can see the stars really well in the country, she'd never seen that yes, before. Of course, and she said, "Yep, wow, it's just like in the Lion King." <laughs> <laughs> But but that's it. That's why you get so many UFO spottings. But you always like, oh, it's some country hillbilly that saw it. It's like, yeah, because that's you can't see anything in the city. Of course, you can only see those sort of things in yeah. the country. So, mm. yeah, I guess also uh, re- every this year didn't they they announced that there has there definitely is UFOs. Like what? didn't the, well, the US announce the, that? Didn't they or did they? I don't know. I just remember somebody the US, telling the US me, released a bit of footage. Yeah, there was a bit of footage where there was. Um, Air Force people um, sort of going, we don't know what the fuck these objects are. I think that was sort of it. Yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't totally make any sense. I totally missed that. Like yeah, if you're well, the government was... and you've been sitting on that this whole time, great time in history to roll it out. People very ex- distracted by no, a million no, other things. Tommy, you've got to do it. the research, exactly mate. <laughs> you've got to do the research, mate. It's just yeah. there. Do your own research. Place. You've got to do the research. You've got to look at YouTube videos. <laughs> You gotta yeah. keep watching yeah. those YouTube videos and people telling that's, that's the real research. That, that's it. Tommy's been watching the MSM too much. The mainstream media won't tell Fake you about news this stuff. <laughs> in this Absolutely. pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, Dania, where were you? You were in the middle of a. Oh, because I took Jono up. I we... took Jono up for Christmas. Oh, uh, yes. And he had to. He came out to Nana and Granddad's, and uh, that was like an. Because ex- first of all, he went into the shed with my Granddad, and Granddad was trying to show him all his fridges. Yep. And um, right. I told Grand. I told Jono all about Nuburu and stuff, and how he has to get jo- he has to get Granddad on the topic because you got to hear it. Um, and so he went and he <laughs> saw, and Granddad started pointing out on the fridge all the Nuburu stuff to him. But then my Nana, because she doesn't, she thought Jono would like break up with me if 
if if yeah. he thought Granddad was crazy. If the, if the truth came out. Yeah, so yeah. she hurried yeah. him off. The but... Granddad's a real deal breaker <laughs> <laughs> all the time in many relationships. The gran- <laughs> in my relationship, the Granddad better be a fucking not yeah. a champion, otherwise I'm out of I... here. Hinges on the ground. I, I thank God every day yeah. that all my grandparents are dead and that they can't fuck up any more relationships for me. No. Um, but yeah, we went for a walk around the property and my granddad's really upset at the moment because uh, there was a big flood like two years ago and um, Blue Water Creek, which is right near it, flooded so much that the water went into his dam and Blue Water Creek is infested with tilapia, an invasive species of fish of my granddad's like the most. Oh, I thought that was another god from out no. of Tilapia is not bad eating, though. <laughs> right. My granddad's obsessed, obsessed with eradicating feral species. So when the creek was low, because um, we lived across the road and we backed onto the creek, he used to come down when it was low and um, fill it with petrol and um, to try and kill all the tilapias in there. Um, <laughs> right. And Great. he also, yep. on the back of his ute, he keeps like a thing of Roundup so he can get off the truck and just, he'll he'll like see Lantana from like 500 metres away and just pull his truck over and you'll just sit in the passenger seat and he'll just walk off into the bush for a bit to spray and then come back to the truck. Um, and he's invented a special type of pig trap that only catches feral pigs and doesn't catch cassowaries. Um, but... The the wow. the tilapia got into his dam, and Jono was just standing there, and and he was checking all his traps. And in one of the traps, there was a tilapia, and I don't think Jono's ever experienced before um, the way my granddad will just like he just reach his hand into the trap, pick up the fish, and then just squash it in his hand so that it <laughs> died. <laughs> And just throw well, it off. Not just not just Jono. Not just Jono has not experienced that. I don't think anyone else has. So he oh, doesn't eat the tilapia. Pardon? He doesn't eat the fish. Oh, it's just a little he like a tiny it. one. Yeah, he just oh, okay. squashed it and threw tiny it. Tiny ones are good my... for crushing. <laughs> <laughs> tiny ones are good. The best ones for crushing. <laughs> Jono, come over here, crush this little bastard <laughs> Just if we can remember quickly how we got onto this topic, Danielle Just to just to refresh everyone listening These are suggestions for stories that you gave to a music <laughs> quiz show on the ABC <laughs> You might yeah. want to chat about in between yeah. listening to the Bee Gees oh, I thought it was yeah, something yeah. different so, Yeah, Hilsey's like, we were. I was actually kind of thinking about maybe James Brown instead of all of that But anyway, okay, I guess, I guess we can do this <laughs> And here's your grandpa and he's got a fish in each hand And he's going to crush them each to death in the tune of a pop hit from 1976 Now buzz in if yeah. you think you can work out which song um, this is Adam, is that how you are? <laughs> wow wow well yeah oh i can understand God. why you didn't win that night i mean spoilers uh but i can see why you didn't win it was on it was on silly things like you know jazz and hip-hop instead of um country country aliens and things like that yeah um <laughs> i love country alien music though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about now i'm just trying to find the rest of the notes and things that you you mentioned is this appropriate now i don't know this this at all but you said you have an in, you said you don't believe in ghosts and uh, and again another good thing to confess to spicks and specs the musical quiz show <laughs> you, you don't believe in ghosts, but you have a very intense ghost story. 
Yes. Um, is this a, is this a, now now this mightn't have been appropriate for Spicks and Specs. Is this appropriate for the little dum dum clock? Well, uh, it might not be that funny, but it, I think it's it's a I think it's a crazy story. But okay. um, so essentially, I was like four or five, and I remember one night I was sleeping in my bed, and I woke up and my mum was jumping up and down on my bed, and so. <laughs> I got up and walked down the hallway to go tell my dad so he could come get my mum to stop hang on, jumping hang on. on my bed. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So your mum was jumping up and down on your bed and you left her to jump up and down on your bed and then walked past her and then went down to to talk to your dad. Yeah, well, that's crazy behaviour. I'm not just going to... Right. I'll get it. That's she's. I, she's obviously unreasonable if she's jumping on my bed at three a.m. Right. You, there's yep. no. There's no talking sense to her. Nah. Just abandon her and, and and go off to a higher power. Yeah, okay. I'll go get right. dad to sort it out. And so I, I ran into mum and dad's room yep. to get dad. And when I got there, both mum and dad were asleep in the bed. Um, uh oh. And so I obviously I don't really remember. I went back to bed anyway. From that point on, I started to get really obsessed with the name Edward. I started to call everything Edward. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So we just we just we we went we moved pretty quickly then. So did we go back and get into Life bed comes that at your fast, mum Carl. was? Yeah. <laughs> did, did we did we get back into a bed and lie down underneath a jumping mum? Is that what happened when we went back to the bedroom? Went back, mum was gone. <laughs> She'd somehow okay, gotten right, from there to her bed. Okay. Right. So I went back to bed. Yep. I started right. to get really obsessed with the name Edward, like really, really obsessed with the name Edward. I wanted to call everything Edward. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try to name my dog <laughs> Edward. I wanted to call all my bars Edward. Of, heaps. There was heaps of bar fridges in your room, all with the word Edward written <laughs> mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one night, my nana she took me aside and she had a chat with me, and she said she was like, "Why do you want to?" Um, call everything Edward and I said oh because there's this um man and uh he comes and sees me in the middle of the night uh and he he looks a bit like mum and he plays the harmonica to me and he tells me jokes um and his name's Edward and then my nana started crying um and then she said that her dad's name was Edward and that he worked for the taxi company in Tully he was the only taxi driver and um, he used to come home in the middle of the night and he'd wake her up um, and play her the harmonica and tell her the jokes that the passengers told her that day to try and, like, just spend some time with her because he didn't see her during the day. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, yeah, he did look a lot like my mum, apparently. Um, and, his, yeah, because his uniform Ooh. was the same colour as, like, the clothes my mum used to wear around the house a lot. Um, but I, I – my nan is obsessed with that story. But it's, like, you know the type of thing where you're, like, like – Anyway, anyway, Miff Warhurst, did you guess the answer to that story? Did we, uh, did we get that one? Or? <laughs> Spicks and yeah. Specs Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> but my, my nana always gets me to tell it at family gatherings. And then my auntie, um, Lorraine, she always right. tries to like one-up me with the stories. And then- this, is, this, this is the episode of Speaks and Specs where the only music we hear is... <laughs> um, but the Go story that big red fire engine. <laughs> Sorry. The story that my the story that my auntie Lorraine tells to try and one up me is just this. She just said um, she went to a funeral one day and on her lapel she pinned a cross. Um, and during the funeral, the cross went upside down, um, and then she put it up the right way, and then it it kept going upside down. 
Um, and so she thought that was like the spirit trying to communicate with her and not just like oh. gravity. But she tries to use that to one up me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Arnie? She's, an yeah, she's got nothing on your story. Yeah, yeah. your story's got I, it all. Yeah, you had a, you had a man jumping up and down on your bed that that looked like a woman. You, you, also, you thought the likeness was so severe, you thought it was your mum. Yeah, you, you had a very feminine looking granddad by the sound of it. Yeah, this um, is a real Spooktober uh, episode, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. You, yeah. had, you had a dead person jumping up and down on your bed, and you, your auntie had a, a defective brooch. Yeah. God, what a shit one up. <laughs> anyway, back to the brooch. I got to know more about this brooch. <laughs> Carl's just shared with me uh, the list of stories that you sent to Spicks and Specs, and so I'm just – can we hear about this one here, about your um, – your great-great-grandfather getting bummed by Bigfoot. Can we hear that one? <laughs> uh, that, was, that, was, that was for talking about your generation. That wasn't, that wasn't the uh, speech. You saved that yeah. for another one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you, you know what this is so great for is because we've all been in lockdown for so long in Melbourne, I've been missing going on trams and just seeing people you know, piss themselves and spew up and fucking pick up a dog and throw it out the window. I should just be ringing Danielle to to replicate the experience and hear about stories from Queensland. Yeah, Yeah. man. Fuck Christmas with the walkers. um, Danielle, who do you think think the people in your family would say is the weirdest one in your family? Do you think they'd say your grandpa or is there... Oh, yeah, is he the weirdest? They, They would say my granddad, but I honestly reckon it's somebody on the other side of the family. But I that's oh. that one's too. I can't talk about them because that one's fucked. Okay. But <laughs> oh um, my God, definitely that makes them. it even better. My granddad, yeah. a family member that you can't talk about. What the fuck have they done? <laughs> I'll tell you Jesus after. Christ. <laughs> that's that's fuck. that's great, great uncle Albert. That's got fucking forty-seven microwaves out in the back shed with demons mm. in all of them. <laughs> this is where I keep my demons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! All right. Um, all right. What what else have I got? I've got one. I've got one more thing here. One more note mm. you, about your your mum and dad. Your mum and dad trying to get rid of a water fountain, Danielle. Yes. So we had a water fountain out the back, and it was like a a box in the ground, and then it had um like a you know, that's hidden and then on top there's the water fountain and all the water falls over that into the thing at the bottom. And our dogs always used to drink out of it because they liked the running water better. And, a f- like, a few times we'd get cane toads into it but and they're poisonous. Um, so the first time it happened, um, though, I walked outside and mum and dad had taken off the top bit and were trying to get all the water out of the bit that was submerged in the ground. And the way they had chosen to do that was they both had a piece of poly pipe and was siphoning the water out manually with their own mouths and oh. sucking the water up and and spitting what? it out and sucking out cane, wa- cane, toad cane toad water out of a pond trying not to get right. it in their mouths um but right. they were occasionally and yeah, well, that's what will happen when you use a straw and you suck water. <laughs> Sometimes the yeah. water will get in your mouth. Um, and I, There's got to be re- a better way. I reckon I was probably <laughs> <Really>? about... <laughs> that's, that's quite a... 
<laughs> That's very cynical of you there, Ben. I don't there know. There has man. to be a better way. Yeah. I I did think that too. So I walked over and asked them why they weren't using the water pump um, to pump out the water. <laughs> And that's the, like, you know that moment when you see your parents for the first time realise that they're big, dumb idiots? Yeah, that yeah. The, what they've bred is smarter than them. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I got to see yeah. that. And then just them for the rest of the day, just, like, staring at it, just thinking about <laughs> <laughs> them ingesting their own so poison. Dirty. They didn't want the dogs to drink it, but they were happy too. I guess. <laughs> but they drank it. <laughs> that's, that's people water. That's people pond scum. Yeah. <laughs> I guess vet bills are expensive. Oh, man, that is fucking not hospital horrifying. bills. <laughs> well, my mum yeah. didn't. My mum didn't want my dad to go to the hospital one time when he drove the ride on mower. He was having a drink while he was mowing the lawn, and he rode the mower straight into a barbed wire fence. And then he he walked up to the house and he was bleeding from his knee and then he he passed out when he saw the blood and then uh, my mum came out and made him like put his leg up on a chair but every time he'd come to he'd see his bloody knee and pass out again and then my mum was just standing beside him yelling, you fucking pussy! (laughs) 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 And did that help or was that more of a hindrance to his health? No, I think uh, eventually mum went and got our next door neighbour who was a nurse and then she went inside and just left him there. From some from right. some of your stories, your, your mum has a real Chris Farley type vibe <laughs> of just like, <laughs> yeah. fuck your pussy! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard her not yell anything yet. You're right, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. she was I'm very sure angry my whole childhood, so she did yell up until recently. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that before the show I was like I was to- talking to Danielle going oh this sort of slightly weird thing happened to me so this might be like a good time to if you've got any weird stories we'll talk about that and after hearing all of this I'm like there's no way I'm telling my shit how slightly fucking mm-hmm. three out of ten weird story it does not yep. compete with anything of anything that yeah. you've said <laughs> yeah you can't compete with the walkers there's <laughs> no keeping Mitchells. up with the walkers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's this is this is Premier League crazy stories. Yeah. I'm yeah. fucking absolute um, schoolboy. I've got some schoolboy stories, not Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably stories that don't even warrant a spot in Danielle's memory. That if they'd happened to any of the three of us, we'd be in the fucking loony bin right now. Well, I yeah yeah. I only remembered today one of those stories that I sent you. I only remembered that today, which is. Um, essentially I, one of my friends, when I was in primary school, I went to her birthday party and she, she started sucking the air out of a balloon, the helium. And then she started talking and she was getting laughs doing the, the helium voice. And then I decided I just started talking in the helium voice without helium and said, (laughs) without helium, it's not even that funny little duo without helium. And then, oh, that's good. (laughs) That's that's good. And then her parents started laughing a lot, and so I thought that voice was really funny and not the situation where I'd got annoyed that their daughter was getting more laughs than me. Um, right. right. <laughs> and so from that point on, 
like we we were best friends from preschool till the first year of high school when she changed schools and from then on whenever I talked to her parents I would only talk to them in the helium voice <laughs> wow <laughs> wow she thought so the parents thought that you were just a helium junkie that was just full time on yeah. helium the entire time just two eggs yeah. for breakfast please <laughs> <laughs> And I don't want you hanging out with for? that Denny L girl. <laughs> <laughs> they moved schools because of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was. We need, we need you to hang out. We need you to hang out with more kids that are on oxygen rather than helium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That Walker kid. Oh, she's just not right. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's too. We're not talking marijuana, but she's too high all the time. Mm. I just can't believe what they would have thought the whole time. And I only realised today yeah. that I wasn't just that funny kid that they had round. I was like a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly yeah. it. Because you've got you've got these stories where I reckon the stories you know that you've told that you've pointed out they're the ones that you're like these are really fucked. There, but there must be a hundred where you're like. Yeah, that's just life until at some stage you living in Melbourne, you, you walk down the street and you realise that there isn't fucking custard pies in every tree and you're like, this is a weird mm. place down here in Melbourne. It's like, oh, fuck, that's right. D- my granddad used to staple pies into the tree all around our house. <laughs> that's not normal. <laughs> yeah, that happens Where's all the, the time. Where's the lizard wrestling? <laughs> How do you guys wrestle lizards? <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't wrestle. Oh, is that fuck. just a... Queensland thing. We wrestle yeah. all kinds of lizards, little ones, big ones. <laughs> yeah, that happens a oh, lot. Oh man, we just have you know those yeah those stories that come up all the time where you're like, oh yeah, that's just normal life, and then it's not it's not just normal life. Like I thought yeah. we had a bird. Mum got a bird for Christmas one year, Mickey for my sister Casey, and the bird died on Boxing Day. It had like sleeping bird disease, and so. Mum told... Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just so you know, that's not a thing either. I don't isn't it? Sleeping bird disease. A, I think that's a thing that your granddad's made oh, up. Oh, that's a thing Mum told me to make it. She was like, she can handle the death. She's seen enough dead animals. <laughs> but am I, Sorry, am I, am, I, am I exposing you to the fact there's no sleeping bird disease right now? I'm really sorry, Daniela. That's not... That's the equivalent of the, the bird went to live on the farm. <laughs> No, she got sleeping bear bird disease. I don't know why she. I don't know why she just didn't tell me though, because because I she she I was in on the thing. She she was like, Mickey died, so we're going to get a new bird. But then because it was Christmas, all the hand reared birds were gone. Um, so they just had like wild birds. So then we went. Right. We had this one. We had this cockatiel for one day that was like the best cockatiel that would like sit on your shoulder and love you. And then the next day, Casey just walked out and she had this vicious cockatiel that was just a wild cockatiel that we'd gotten. <laughs> right. <laughs> that you just caught in a trap or something. Yeah, just caught it and then popped it in, and we we're all like, "That's Mickey now." And that bird hated us yeah. for every year until we let it go. <laughs> Right, right. Well, it it, it probably wasn't wrapped with a bull chasing it around the house to start with. No. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm overwhelmed. This, like, 
at yeah. a certain point of this episode, I, I looked. I was like, "Oh wow, it feels like we've heard so much. We must be getting near the end of the episode." I looked down at the timer; it had been twenty-five minutes. It felt like we'd heard about six hours worth of stories in the first half of the episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I need a nap. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm tired. You've actually worn right. me out. Yeah, well, Perth's interesting. Well, let's wrap like, it up. One time. Uh, one time. <laughs> You guys, have you guys have got treat. chicken treat. Yeah, one time we got chicken treat, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's pretty crazy, <laughs> right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a dog take a shit. <laughs> oh, All right, uh, let's wrap it up for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Danny Walker, Ben Russell, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, ben Russell, you have the Grub podcast with Greg Larson and Ann Edmonds. It's a sketch show that people can check out. I've um, got the Grub. Very, check very it popular, out. Very Do yourself stuff. a favor. I've also been doing Twitch mm. streams because why not? Who cares? The world's yep. over. Yep. Oh yeah, you Ben rang me one night and I, I was on a jog and he rang me and then he's like weirdly sort of like interviewee and I'm like, What the fuck is this? And he's like, You're on Twitch right now. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Sometimes I'll just call people. I'll just call yeah. people unannounced. Um but yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Bond member, check it out. Cool. Adam Knox is doing Twitch. it as well. Yeah, Another Noxie friend loves of the pod. It. Yep. Mm. We're all check doing all out. the all the coolest kids are doing it. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone's streaming now, baby. Yeah. Danielle, you've got a you've got a podcast as well. Yes, it's called Batch Bitch, um, where me and Naomi Higgins bitch about The Bachelor, but mostly um, we don't because it's a very boring show. So we just chat a lot of the time as well. <laughs> oh, how can you? I mean, I can't imagine you watching The Bachelor going, "Oh, look at this weird thing that happened this week." Oh, oh, oh my a god! A guy dumped a girl. It's so boring. <laughs> but the new Bachelorette, right? She has been the the they've made her into like a sweet country girl, but apparently she actually is like a fucked country girl, and she wanted to enter last season by shooting a gun, and um and then teach the bachelor how to shoot a gun, and they had to edit all her social media profile because there was too many photos of her with dead animals, and now she's just like <laughs> oh wow now she's just Australia's sweetheart. Oh, they've whitewashed her. Yeah, they have. <laughs> You've got it. You've got her number. No. <laughs> you got to you got to you got to be a bachelor um truther. You got to expose it. Mm. Maybe yeah. I might do that. I'll I'll filter through and find this like a it. reflection of a pig tusk in the corner. That that is so much better. That that now that should be a week on the on the bachelor where like you you take the you take your proposition back to to meet your granddad in the shed with the live bull with the 17 yes. fridges <laughs> with all the information that now that is a week of the bachelor oh that's great i would love that mm, mm. yeah or they just have they should just have on the show they should just have an actor who plays a kooky relative who the contestants t- you know the the girl like takes the contestants home to and, you know, if they don't balk at this guy just going insane, that's, like, the ultimate test. It's like, well, yeah. you know, that's your family. Oh, it's not my family. It's an actor. That's a really good test. Colors. I would love now, to rooting. see, like, yeah. plan an argument between two family members and just have them right. be yeah. there. That would be my yeah. favourite thing to happen. Because, yeah, we always have insane arguments at the family dinner table. I would love to just have somebody around for that. Mm. Yeah, okay. Just a witness. You just want a witness. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's, Ben's tuned right, out. Guys. He's on Twitch now, I think. 
I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Check out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> check out the grub. Check out Batch Bitch. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. And they've done it again. Hey, what was your? You're right. You're right, Tommy. What was your favourite bit of the episode that uh, you just listened to? Then. Oh. I mean, such an absolute barn burner that it's hard to narrow it down to um, one uh, one specific bit. But I'm going to say the whole hour, or um, you know, maybe uh, maybe a bit more, or maybe a bit less. Maybe um, a bit more if it, if it didn't go for exactly an hour. Well, you know, maybe it went for longer than an hour. Um, I can't remember. I wasn't watching the timer as I was listening back to it, but. Um, I think 100% of the episode is my new favourite bit that those guys in Talking Dum Dum have, uh, in the Little Dum Dum Club have ever done on the podcast. Wow. So, That's your favourite yeah. new bit that they've yeah. done, the entire episode. Yep, the entire episode. Yeah, I view it all as one uh, one long piece of comedy, one long extended sketch. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Gosh. I thought they really, really nailed you, it. Yeah. You sound like yeah. an absolute mega fan. No wonder you – you must be so happy to come into work every week at uh, Talking Dum Dum when you, you just get to be – you know, alongside your heroes like that. Yeah, well, you know, that's why I started this show because I'm a fan of the Little Dum Dum Club right. and uh, that's why we started Talking Dum Dum because we wanted to just, you know, chop it up and chat about our favourite show every oh, week. Look, it's an absolute honour to get to do what we I'm do. I'm just a hired hand. I don't I don't really care for it much. I'm, I'm just here to sort of, you know, the job's a job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep me out of mischief. Right. No, I, I don't really listen. Just, uh... Right, you're just doing this to earn a crust. Mm. You're not really invested one way or the other. Well, I guess that's what makes talking dumb dumb interesting. You know, you've got to have conflict in any kind of, uh, you know, in any kind of pairing. So I guess that is what makes it interesting. Mm. If we both loved the little dum dum club the same amount, this would be quite boring. Yeah. But the fact that you've got one guy who's just his dick gets hard just listening to it and then you've got another guy who's quite indifferent, has never listened in, to it every week when we come in, in here. Fact, you know, Couldn't really give a shit one way or the, the other opposite. what they've done. The, it's, that's what makes it interesting. The opposite. Sometimes yeah. I'm about to come and I just put on an episode of Little Dum Dum Club and I just immediately go flaccid. So it's 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 the opposite right, of, of right. what happens with your faculties in a way. That's what makes it um yeah, that's what makes this such a dynamic part of the show. Mm. And uh now we've got to of course cross to the sports desk. <laughs> Um, this is the bit that I that I, I know that you have a certain amount of passion for. I think the rest of it, the talking about what they've done in the little dum dum club, you're um you're not particularly fussed about. But when it comes to Bernie and whether or not he's kicked a big one, that's where I really see your eyes light up every week when we get into this segment. Well, it's simple physics. I mean, who doesn't want to see a big one get kicked? It's something that a mm. a, a very small child can enjoy, or a very very old yep. man, like a hundred and fifty year old man. I reckon would enjoy seeing a big one get kicked. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. A two month old seeing something big get kicked. You know, there's something in it for everyone. Yeah. If 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 yep. if Bernie kicking a big one was a board game, you would put on the side ages yes. zero ages to 150. One. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. Little kids just watching it going goo goo gaga. Yep. He's kicked a big one. Yep. Yep. Um, if people uh, people on their deathbed watching him kick a big one yep. and still appreciate it right before they shuffle off this mortal coil. If Milton Bradley bring out a version of uh, a board game version of Bernie kicking a big one, that's what's on the side. Um, ages mm. zero to one hundred and fifty, fun for the whole family and beyond. Even people who aren't yep. related to you, other people, imagine that. 
I mean, that is a great merchandising idea. We've had a lot of, you know, we've had hats, we've had stubby holders, we've had T-shirts with this podcast. The little Dum Dum Club take-home board game, mm. I think, is the next thing we should set <laughs> our sights on. Wheel of Fortune style. And, we, and you, the public can't get it. It's just guests when they come on. When they leave oh, yeah. the room, they get a copy of the board game to take with them. Yeah. That's the only that's, place you can get that's it what, by coming on the show. That's what we get to say when they leave. And, of course, you don't of, – of, of course, um, Trevor Noah, you don't leave empty-handed. You also get a version of the Little yeah. Dum Dum Club board game. That's great. Pitching the show to, to guests like big names and thinking that that somehow sweetens the deal. Like, now, look, I know it's an hour out of your time, but before you just dismiss this offhand, let me see if this changes anything for you. You get a copy of a board game that we made. Mm. Oh, well, sign me up. We're going to have to get a little stick pin made as well because that's the that's the classic mm-hmm. old school board, um, game show sort of giveaway. So get a little stick pin. I never really understood why. I never heard any anything ever referred to as a stick pin apart from on game shows. So I, I guess a stick pin is just a pin, isn't it? It's just a badge. It's a pin, yeah. I, I, I don't even remember that as a thing. The, the ex-contestants getting a pin. That seems to sort of suggest that there's some kind of Freemason-style secret society oh. of like ex, you know, ex-Wheel of Fortune contestants yeah. where there's like a clubhouse where you can get together or, mm. you know, you go to the spaghetti tree and you get like 20% off your bill at the end of the meal yeah, yeah. for having been on a game show four decades ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, they do the secret handshake and then they're like, oh, hang on a minute, you bought a vowel, you fucking loser. You, you don't get to come in yep. here. You're a fucking quitter. Um, yeah, that'd yep. be good. I, I don't mind that as a like a little thing in the middle of the game. Um, you, you're, you're basically you roll the dice, or there's some sort of function in the middle of the, bo- of the board game where Bernie kicks a big one or a small one. That, it, it, a lot of it hinges on that. Yep. Um, that'd be good if yep. there was some yep. sort of like little rotating little stick figure of, of Bernie in the middle of the board game, and he would physically it's like a bit like test match. You know that that board game. Test match. You got a, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit of that, yep. like you yep. you bowl one to Bernie, and then you try and kick a big one off that. That that would be good. Yeah, it'd be nice. I, I'd like to see some kind of like mousetrap style yes. um, setup where it's like Bernie on one end, and then the ball is just kind of like going through a lot of like ramps and yeah, uh, that'd be good. you know roller coasters and and things of that nature. Yeah. That'd be that'd be good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll get. Well, let's let's. Let's encourage Milton Bradley and the Parker brothers to fight it out amongst the two of them. Uh, we can we can suggest mm-hmm. a few other things. I mean, I guess what else would there be? What else would would there be? Um, I guess part of the game, like if, mm-hmm. if you had that, if you had that, had like a mouse game sort of a mouse trap sort of setup. Um, part of it would like deliberately not work ever because that would be like our tech fucking up at live shows or something yeah. like that. That would be good. Yeah. You'd want there to be some form of snakes and ladders element. Mm. So where it's like, you know, go up a ladder appearing on the project, but then it's like snake. Global pandemic means that your 500th podcast can't go ahead on the scheduled date. Yeah. Go all the, all next the way one. back to start, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the next one. Well, that's it. You, then you get a replacement date, so you go up the ladder again, and there's like – and the snakes always outweigh the ladders by a ratio of <laughs> yeah, about yeah. five to one. <laughs> Predominantly snakes yeah. is the name of our version. Yeah, yeah. Predominantly snakes and a and a smattering of yeah, ladders. Yeah, yeah. In fact, in fact, it's it's probably a good question to say: Is that a ladder when there's only one step? Does that qualify as a ladder? 
Um, I think right, right. I think that's just a bit of wood that you're standing on. That's not it's a stool. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's snakes and stools. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a good double meaning there snakes, too. Snakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think even stools is probably a bit big. Snakes and and boards of wood, little little things that you can yep. basically make yourself little high heels out of. That's about it. Yep. Yep. Snakes and planks. Yeah, snakes and planks. Yep. Oh, no, yeah, plank, but not yep. planks that are like long ways. Planks that are edgeways. No, no, not, not too... Edgeway planks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snakes not and edgeway long. planks. Not, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Catchy, catchy <laughs> Long stuff. snakes. The, the little Dum Dum Club take-home board yeah. game. Long, long snakes <laughs> and edgeway planks. <laughs> and shit-ass planks. <laughs> there you and go. some of the planks have got like rusty anyway, nails sticking anyway, out of Husey, them as well. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> anyway, Husey, thanks for doing the show. Now, here's your copy of the board game. Uh, take that home. Enjoy that with the family. Yep. Let us know how it goes. And wh- <laughs> sorry, sorry, boys. What's the name of that board game again? Uh, long snakes and shit-ass planks with rusty nails yep. sticking out right, of them. Right, the l- Colin, the little dum-dum club take-home board right, game. Right, right. Okay, thanks, boys. Open mm. up. Open up the city. <laughs> 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 oh, mercy. Shout-out to Dave Hughes' Twitter feed. Mm. A really good one. Mm-hmm. A, a, um, if you ever yeah. think you're struggling yeah. in lockdown, just, just give yourself a treat and have a look at someone doing it worse off than you. Yeah, um. that's it. Many times I've thought to myself, you know what, I'm having a really bad mental health day, but you know what, it could be worse. I could be a millionaire with a loving family. <laughs> and fully employed. <laughs> <laughs> spare those for the spare a thought for those less fortunate, the people who really haven't lost too much of anything yep. in all of this. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway. I'd say it's behind the curtain, but it's on a public um, Twitter feed. Speaking of uh, those less fortunate, uh, by the time this comes out, there will be, I believe, a couple of days left to bid on the eBay auction uh, of the peg. Uh, Nick Carr's model of his uh, penis, his dildo mm. that he got made for the Masked Pegasus segment. Uh, it is currently at the time of recording on $217. Um, just an absolutely, like, for for what you're getting, a crazy amount, mm. a really crazy amount mm. for the for the for the oh, look, person that it's a model of. It's a absolute. It's a bit of history, though. I mean, it's like we talked about it for weeks history, and weeks. Yeah. You've got Tommy's anal DNA all over it, absolutely smothering all over it, like a thick thick layer of Vegemite, completely all over it. I presume Tommy's washed it to There's some degree. There's a chance that uh, when I die, you'll be able to. Um, Jurassic Park style, <laughs> use that to bring me back and create a clone or, of me. Or make more of Tommy's <laughs> shit. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> just a big theme park full of Tommy's um, shit that's just out of control. <laughs> yeah, giant, just huge. Um, but, yeah, so get on that. If you would like to bid, there's a couple of days left and the money is going to the Red Kite Children's Cancer Charity. The links are on littledumdumclub.com and on our socials and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get this thing let's get this thing really popping. I'm looking forward to giving them a big check. And, uh, and then I will be calling the Red Kite to let them know exactly where the money came from and what the backstory is behind it. So that will be a fun day for me to just fully, fully fill them in on everything that's happened. Well, you know, you fill them in. Car filled you in. You know, what comes yeah, around yeah. goes around. 
I told someone I was doing that and they were like, that that was my plan. And they're like, but what, won't they just, what if they like reject the money off the back of that? I'm like, uh, honestly, I, great. If they, <laughs> if they turned around and went, we actually, we don't want this dick money. We like, we can't be, we can't be accepting the money if it's come from this yeah. purpose yeah. for our cancer charity. Then great. Hey, I'm, I'm all for it. How are you going to transmit that information? Are you going to ring them? Are you going to email them? How, how are you going to let them know? How are you going to educate them? planning to email but uh yeah maybe i call them i guess email you've got a nice little maybe paper trail them. so you know you'll get an email back and yeah you'll be yeah able to read that out i'm not good over the phone like i'd you know i'd 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 sort of i'd get nervous and i'd bungle the call and i mean although that would be kind of interesting to see how long into that exchange i can get before they hang up on me <laughs> but um probably if i want to like accurately convey the information i think email's the way to go all right all right. Well, I look forward to hearing that email. Um, hey, look, I don't know if there's uh, – I know there's a lot to talk about off the back of the uh, little Dun Dun Club episode that I know you'd like to talk about. But yeah, why don't we just crack into the uh, Patreon segment instead this week? Sure. Um, of course, yep. you guys out there, thank you very much for contributing to our Patreon.com slash little Dum Dum Club. Um you make this happen. You literally make this happen. We are, mm. In the early days, mm. we, we did this for free and we were happy to. Now, we would be absolutely ropeable to do this shit for free. So, uh, we get, this is our <laughs> job. This is, this is the only way we yep. turn the mics on and talk to each other in any way is if we get paid now. If I ever, if I ever ex- exactly. accidentally walk past you in the street and I think, oh, I should say hi, and then I think, hang on, how much am I getting out of this? Nothing. Right, yeah. I'd yeah, you, you if you have something to say to me, you have to find someone nearby to give you money mm. to be like, Okay, now I'm getting paid, I can actually tell him that I got a great car park just around the corner. Yeah, yes. But otherwise, without that money it's just like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Keep walking. Sometimes you'll ring me up to go, are we, we, when are we recording this week? Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? And then I go, Ah 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 and then I have to wait for you to PayPal me five bucks and then I'll give you the information. Yes, yes. Mm. Yes, because that's yeah, that's what people don't realize when they support us on Patreon. It doesn't just go to funding the show itself; it goes to funding the interactions that yeah, we have to have in order to organize doing the show. Mm. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have to pay each There's other. A pretty big chain of command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it, it gets pretty messy. It's it's our tax. Our tax is a nightmare to explain to our accountants. Yeah, all of these money in and it's, money out. It's it's. I have to change accountants every year. There's been strong suggestions that it's just a laundering front, <laughs> and honestly, I can't blame people for thinking that with how complex it is. Yeah, yeah, that's laundering. A la- laundering money laundering would be good for Kappa. There's two things that he doesn't have. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, 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 yep. It's comedy. Yep. Um, all right, let's crack in. Of course. Thank you to all all people that um, subscribe to us on patreon.com slash little dumb dumb club and thank you to any new people. Um, there's always new people signing up. Really appreciate that. And of course during these troubled times, uh, a lot of people signing up because we, we put out more bonus content than ever. Um, so get into mm-hmm. that. There's a, there's a bunch in the archives. We're putting out two mini episodes a week. And you know what? They're, they're a lot of fun. Some would say they're a lot looser than the normal episodes because we we don't have any of those constraints. Um, where you know the 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 guys in you know the the, the suits 
in Podcast Central aren't looking mm. over our shoulders and going, "What are you boys doing? Yeah. You know, you got to follow the rules." Whereas in the in the Patreon apps, it's like, Oof, no one's watching. We're recording it in the dead of night. Well, you know, it's yeah, it's the difference between watching, you know, Big Brother at seven pm mm. versus watching, you know, the up late. Where you know they're just they're just giving you the live feed and you get to see people getting their genitals out and yeah. rub them on someone's face while they sleep. Yeah. That, you know that's the big difference. Yeah, Whereas it's, it's, you know maybe the, yeah, it's the difference between watching Ten Peach repeats of Seinfeld and watching and, and getting on RedTube and watching the full version of Seinfeld colon a triple X parody. Yes, mm. yes, exactly. That's the best way of putting yep. it. So I mean that's. Yeah, in more ways than one because a lot of them we've talked about. Um, I think we've done like three or four in a row where we've talked in some form or another about pornos, finding pornos when we were younger. Uh, the most recent one was a lot of talk about Pammy. Um, so get in, guys. It's good. It's good highbrow stuff. Yep. It's a it's a really clever show. <laughs> dare I say? It. Yeah, yeah. If you if you thought if if. If Little Dumb Dumb Club is a bit too highbrow for you, I do recommend right, getting yes. into <laughs> yes. the, the Patreon episodes where we, we really exactly. we really sort of loosen the tie and take off the jacket and yep. just have the uh, open open shirt showing our sort of very mildly hairy chest and roll up the sleeves. Yep. Yep. It's, um, yep. And get stuck in. Yeah, and talk about being horny when we were 15 for most episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, uh, you can do that right now, patreon.com slash club. And in addition to the two bonus episodes per week, you also go into the draw to get your name read out on the podcast. Uh, the name gets fed in to the unplanned title alternator, a sophisticated and very expensive piece of machinery that we've acquired to make sure that things are fair. Mm. Mm, absolutely. Um, just before I read out the first name, Tommy, can I ask for a quick update from last week on Talking Dum Dum? Um, any mm-hmm. any correspondence from the bottle shop guy? Oh yeah, actually, I was in there. I was in there yesterday, actually, mm-hmm. and um, no no glimmer of recognition from him. Mm. I think we're thinking about different guys. It's not the guy I'm thinking about. That's very interesting. Okay. All right. Because I I talked to Brett Blake about him as well. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he said he's he's been in there. He's seen him a lot. So, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on there. I know I went in there because this is – that's sort of my new local to go and get beer from. And I've I've wiped them clean of, of Thai beer now because they obviously, they're they like a little boutique okay. sort of shop. I bought all their Thai beer. and Yeah. I've I've had to buy this really bullshit um, Thai beer now that I don't think is drinkable. It's fucking horrible. Oh wow! Bought, you, you know that? Um, what is it? Name and shame them. Yeah, I'll oh, I'll tell you what it is. Do you know that phenomenon? Um, what was it? You know, like Carlton Cold. You know how you'd have Carlton Draft and then Carlton Cold, where they'd say, "Oh, you you've got this new crystal version of the beer." I don't know what what that means. Mm. The crystal. Do you, Do you know what I'm talking about? I I don't I. I mean, I know what I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what the difference yeah, is. Yeah, right. I don't think I ever had it. You know of it. I know the product. You know the phenomenon. Yeah. I don't know what the crystal thing is meant to mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I had to buy Tiger Crystal, and I was like, I'm pretty okay. sure this is going to be shit, and it's it was terrible. It was fucking terrible. I had to abandon oh, really? beer. Okay. So, but hey, they were on special or whatever the fuck that bottle shop was for two dollars a beer. So, I got 
terrible, <laughs> terrible okay, beer, first, but it was cheap. Your first warning. Yeah. If an imported beer is like roughly the same price that it would be in the third world country yeah. that it's from, yep. that's a warning <laughs> sign right there. Actually, yeah, that could be cheaper. That that that's it's probably cheaper than buying it in Kosamui. That's yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. That's that's a warning sign. That's not a good sign. Mm. Not a good sign at all. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's a shame. Yeah, that's on me, I guess. All right. Um. Let's crack in. Uh, I've warmed up the UTA. Let's get our first name out. Okay, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Mm. Yeah. Uh, haven't haven't, haven't nah. dished out something nah. easy to start with, have I? Next. Okay, that was Next. easy. That's easy. <laughs> Pass. <Yeah. laughs> Do you think some of these people feel a bit of pressure when they sign up? They go, I mean, look. I would like to get all that bonus content. I would like to support the show, but I feel a bit bad that I've got nothing that the boys are going to have get to work. I'm fucking with. them over a little bit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to see a bit more of um, people when they sign up attaching an apology. You know what I mean? If you know that you're packing a dud name, would you like just to, at least? Would you like to hear a bit of Andrew Danger Scott? Would you have preferred that? <sighs> I pro- in all honesty, I probably would. <laughs> At least there'd be a bit more there to. We could riff on the kind of person that you know that does that as a joke. You, you know what I mean? Mm. There's there's something there that might lead us into something. Whereas all we've got at this juncture is just two dull male first names. There's really yeah, nothing to work. Some with. of it, some of it just sounds like a solicitor. Some of it doesn't. There's there's, there's not a lot of adventure yep. there. It's, I mean, and Andrew Scott. They're they're just two. Pretty basic names of, of if, if you know if I went to school with either pe- person called Andrew or Scott, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's one of those sort of six out of ten guys that you go to high school with and then you never talk to again once you leave. And twenty years fade, later, there's a fade into the background. Yeah, twenty years later, there's like a school reunion and you don't even talk to them then. Yeah, isn't it weird to think about someone like that from your high school? It's just like an absolute, you know, background. Um, character and then you really you know you haven't thought it you know they pop into your head for some reason you're like i haven't thought of this person for you know 20 years or whatever and you know they just moved in different circles but just seemed like absolute you know just wallpaper Mm. at the school but then to them they're the main character you know what i mean and like you and i we're probably that wallflower to them like it's just crazy to think of like just this (laughs) Just an extra, a featured extra. I do, I do think about that sometimes when I think of, like, you know, what a weird field that we're in. And when I was, you know, sixteen, seventeen, I would never have dreamt that this is what I was going to do for a living. But mm-hmm. I, all, <laughs> as much as I didn't dream I would do that, I would imagine everyone I went to school with wouldn't dream that I would have done that either. So, oh really? Yeah. So, I, what do you think, people at your school would have? Uh, would have thought that you'd end up doing. I don't know. I don't know. I've got no idea. But um, I just, I, I, I would love to, I'd love to somehow hear from these people that I, I had, I have nothing to do with for the last twenty five years or more, thirty years, yeah, nearly, yeah, yeah. and just go like, it must, it must be so weird. If that was me, if I was going to school with someone and I sort of looked at them and went, oh, yeah, they're okay. They're, they're just like another guy or whatever. And then I heard that they were like mm-hmm. a stand-up comedian. I would be like, this is insane. 
this is crazy. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to see? Let me see if I can quickly find this. My dad sent me this the other day. Uh, I drew a lot when I was in um, school, and I won the competition. My school had a competition to design the school magazine cover. Mm. And uh, let me see if I can get this to work. I'm trying to show it to you over screen share. Oh, yeah. My dad found it in a um in a thing. Uh, okay. Oh, what? So is this like an entry that you that you're showing me? Yeah, this was my this one. So I won the competition to design the school magazine. In can you see that? Oh yeah, oh, school magazine, Malvern Central School. 1998, and it's a, like a little yep. caricature of like a teacher drawing the word, the, the logo on the blackboard, and then some yep. some yep. weird looking kids, and it's it's nine o'clock, yep. so they've started very early on the dot. They've started teaching, uh, yeah, bang bang straight into it, yeah, no fucking around, yeah. And you may so you may be able to see. Can you tell what that is in the middle? Like what the little student in the middle of the front row looking oh, at the Oh, no, wearing. I was looking at the signature that says Tom Allsop, 98. Um, <laughs> um, the thing in the middle is like, oh, is that is that Kenny from South Park? It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a hat that I had that's got Stan from South Park vomiting right down the brim oh. of it that I thought was the coolest fucking thing ever. And so I put it. Put it in there as a little Easter egg for the real Allsop heads that had seen me wearing that hat around the schoolyard <laughs> to go like, he's put himself into his work, Hitchcock style. Yeah, very great. cool. Very, very, old, very cool stuff. Hitchcock head himself. Yep. <laughs> the signature as well, a 12-year-old kid like signing their work. Like how fucking mm. precocious is that? Mm. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there was a com- it was a competition to do the front and the back of the magazine, and I entered for both. And I think I I think that the back of it I think it was at the end of the day, like it, you know, so it was like five p.m. and the class had descended into chaos or whatever. So the idea being that these two were a set, and so I won the competition to have my front cover entry, but then someone else won the back cover. One, okay. and I think they had done the same thing to me. Like that, that was meant to be a set, right? And we were both really shitty that we both hadn't just that one of us hadn't just won the whole thing because it right. was like, no, they're meant to be viewed as a set. You're not meant to fucking set. You know, I'm riffing on a thing that's now you. You haven't seen the front cover, so my back cover doesn't make any sense. Right, it was a real, uh, real schoolyard controversy. Yeah, right. I, you know what? I remember in about grade four. Now in in grade four. You know, you know, you you sort of, I guess, your image of yourself, or maybe your image of two other people, changes over the years. You know, in grade three and four, I was like really into writing and and drawing as well. And I, mm-hmm. in grade four, there was this. It was like perfect for me. There was this school competition, uh, the best the best book that someone could write. It was basically the best story. But you'd, I don't know if you guys did that okay. in the same sort of year. You'd you'd write a story, but then you'd actually like self-publish it you know you you turned into a proper book yeah we did it yeah yeah bit yeah. of cardboard and like bind it with yeah. like gaffer tape and that sort of stuff and yeah. you know if you yeah. if you were like yeah. if, is this um if it's like you, you, you mentioned the drawing is this going to be a story about conrad rutt no 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 that's <laughs> no that's a silly little cartoon thing that we won't 
get into at the moment, but there was a little character that <laughs> I did in, in, in high school. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, if you're lucky enough like you, say Tommy, um, that had the ability to illustrate, I mean, that gave you an extra bonus little, um, uh, nice little skill in the arsenal. So you could, you know, illustrate your own work. Mm. So I think I did that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really into drawing then. Now, I remember that there being this school competition to to write the, the best story, the best book, whatever it was, and I was like, fuck, this is so good because I'm so into writing at this point. And um, so I did this this book, this this story, binded it up, did the illustrations, whatever, and then they announced the winner at, like, school assembly. And I did not win, did not get a, a place, didn't come second, didn't come third, and the winner mm-hmm. was this girl who'd written mm-hmm. a story about a horse. And I'm like, this is absolutely fucked. This is the fucking worst thing <laughs> to ever fucking happen. Some stupid girl's written some stupid story about a stupid horse. Like, this is so lame. Like, it's so cliched. Some some girl on a fucking horse, who gives a fuck? And then, like, in hindsight, I look at what I wrote. It was just basically back to the future but with the names changed. <laughs> it's like... That's great. Yeah, yeah, great. That should never great. have won. And I'm thinking at the time, I remember thinking, "This is the fucking best." It's like, this is just copied someone else's mm-hmm. shit. This is the worst. Yep. And you, you would have thought you were just by changing the names. You would have thought you were so clever. You were like, "Man, I'm, I'm going to go far in this life because no one else would ever have thought to do this." Oh, it, it was. And, you know, it's like writing's easy. It was. It wasn't quite quite as bad as that but it was it was even worse than that it was like just some time travel book where the the absolute massive cliche thing where you you go back and all of a sudden you meet abraham lincoln and you stop him from getting shot or whatever it was and it's just oh this bumbling kid going through back through history and it was like i'm in grade four i probably knew three things in history so i was like going back going yeah i can't remember i was probably trying to stop hitler getting you know, trying to kill baby Hitler or something in grade four. And teachers yeah. are probably going, oh, I don't know if you should be handling this when you're 10 years old, but okay. Yeah. And the and the winner of the book writing competition is Carl Chandler for his self-published debut, The Day I Sucked Off a triter- Triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be good. That's original. Uh, that's not ripping anything off. That would off. be good. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's a creative mind yeah. you need to nurture. It's getting – it's. It's getting harder and harder to tell, uh, you know, new original time travel stories. Mm. That's really the that's the final frontier. Mm. Someone someone going back in time purely for the purposes of being able to bum a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. That's what we need to see. In the someone multiplex. going back in time to suck off a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex so that you can mm-hmm. come to the future, repopulate, and even then, people are like that's just a rip off of Jurassic Park. It's like no, this isn't right. They didn't <laughs> suck off a dinosaur in Jurassic Park. That's yeah, that's they're new. respectful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Andrew Scott. Thanks, Andrew wow, Scott. unbelievable that we, from such a dull name, we end up with a riff like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely unprecedented. You're welcome. You're welcome, Andrew, and you're welcome, Andrew Scott's parents. All right. Thank you very much, your Patreon subscriber, Ben Maraziki, M A R O S Z E K Y, Ben Maraziki. Is that, mm. is that how you tackle that one, Maraziki? Maraziki, yeah, sounds sound, that sounds about right. Yeah, That's, yeah, it's confusing it's hard without actually saying it in front of me. But you've got you've got two yeah. S's backed up with a Z, and they're all merging into each other in my pronunciation. Yeah. Mar- Maraziki. 
Mm, there's a lot of uh, yeah. This is a this is a slippery name. Mm. <laughs> this is a very slippery name. Well, be careful what you wish for, Tommy. Of course, we've gone from Andrew Scott to Ben Maraziki, so we've got something to play with. Mm-hmm. It's just not something mm-hmm. we particularly want to play with. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. It's not something that it you know it may well be culturally insensitive to play with it too much. You know, but, we don't know. But you know, you know what. It, you know what alarm bells are ringing for me at the moment, Tommy? It's it to me. It sounds a little bit Polish, which to me means this guy is hot. You know what I think about Polish people? Okay. Mm. Yeah, all hot. We've that's hot. been well established on the hottest, show. Hottest hottest people on, yeah. on on the yeah. planet. So Ben, I think Benny Boy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is um, absolutely crushing it. He's. Uh, You'd like to give Ben a good polling, is what you're trying to say? Yes. Yes, I would like to. I would like to treat him like a Tyrannosaurus Rex in my grade four story and absolutely get yep, there a we mouthful. Go. There we you know? go. Repopulate <laughs> the future with the Maraziki so if family. You, if you if you ended up going back to school Billy Madison style, you're um as a as a forty something year old man, you'd be writing a storybook about the day I went back in time and bummed Ben Maraziki. <laughs> and yeah. your teacher's just going, yeah. who the hell is this? <laughs> that, that Now, that would be good. If you did a Freaky Friday and you just, well, you turn into a kid again and you're like, how the fuck do I get out of this? And then yeah. you just just relax and go, look, who knows if you're ever going to get out of this? Just enjoy the moment. And instead of like trying to bet mm. on sports events that you know the results of, just go to school every day and, and see what reactions you can do get out of teachers. Shit. Out of doing weird adult stuff, mm. yeah, yeah, that would that would. <laughs> yeah, if you were a teacher and you had a kid that was just every day trying to wedge in stories about bumming dinosaurs into school, that would be that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, but you're saying like you you know it's what the hypothesis here is that it's it would be freaky to see a young child acting in an adult manner. But the problem with that is it's a young child acting in an adult manner and but the adult that they're acting like acts like a child. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just basically yeah. it's just kind of gone back around on itself to someone being extremely age appropriate. Yeah, but <laughs> it wouldn't really stick out. But a fucked child. <laughs> it's you're not you're, you're not going right, forward and then right. going backwards again in the same spot. You're going forwards and then backwards sideways. So it's not quite the same. Mm. You, you, you you it's a smart mm. dumbness. It would be it would be a fun game to play. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's 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 more like the thing that would be disturbing is like it's them being crass, but being crass in a very like accurate way. Mm. In a way where it's like, how does a ten year old have this kind of knowledge? Like they shouldn't know that these things exist, and yet they're able to very accurately describe the events of the Pamela and Tommy Lee sex Yeah, tape, yeah, for yeah. Example. And then you're whacking in stuff where, like, you're, you're just making sure you can't get in too much trouble because, for example, you're putting in, like, you know, all of the times tables. You're putting from 1 to 12, the times mm-hmm. tables. You're putting in a bit of, you know, complete um, food groups, food pyramids. You're putting in a lot of knowledge where they they really can't knock you. You're showing a lot of yeah. um, knowledge for, for a young age you just happen to be sort of wedging it in between bits where you're rooting dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. you're, yeah, you're ducks of the class in any other, in any, every other way. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately <laughs> for the school, yeah, 
Anytime they try and put you up on a pedestal and go, because my school was obsessed with that. You know, they wanted to have kids that were like really excelling to drive up, you know, because it's like good for the image of the school. Mm. But then if they, every time they trotted you out, you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to talk about my maths results. What I want to talk about <laughs> is how good it'd be to get sucked off by a stegosaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if, if you, oh no, he's at it again. I'm, I'm, I'm presenting <laughs> these books where if you just got rid of the bits where pterodactyls are coming down your throat, you'd be like, this kid is the best kid we've ever had yep. at this school. And they, they're, they're trying to say to you, could you just leave? Right. Just if if one of those dinosaur loads would not end up down down your gullet into your tum tum. Yep. You would be yep. just the best student we've ever had here, and we'd, we'd tour you around the country, um, and you'd be like, "Sorry, I've got to, mm. I've got to stick, I've got to stick to my morals, and that is, dinosaurs I, have to be I serviced." I swore an oath. Yep. 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 If you want to be able to trade on my good results, it's good for the school. It's ultimately making all of you a lot of money. What do I get out of it? Absolutely yeah. jack shit. Yeah. So if you want to cash in off me. I'm sorry, but this is the price that you have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. This is the movie. This is good. Yeah. This is a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was your it's not Freaky Friday, it's like Cunted Up Friday or something. It's it's um Yeah, it's like yeah, basically the elevator pitch is what if Freaky Friday happened to someone who's just a real cunt, just yeah. a real fuckhead. Yeah. Like no. <laughs> Who's not looking for any resolution by the end of the film? You're not looking to be no, struck by lightning yeah. again. You're pretty happy to be back there and you just want to fuck with it. You know, just trying to make the best of a bad situation, you know? It's like, oh, well, I've switched bodies. May as well what enjoy if, it, I guess. What I'm if, gonna, Bill, what if Billy Madison... i spend the whole movie looking at how to switch back. What if Billy Madison just wanted to get kept down over and over? That would be good. Mm, mm. mm. He realises halfway through he doesn't really want the family money. Yeah. It's like, fuck this. I may as well just enjoy it. Yeah. I just want to sit <laughs> in this class with like five-year-olds and just dack them, um, punch them in the yeah. head, do do dumb stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, Ben. Thanks, Benny. Um, hard to tell. I always think at the end of some of these, really hard to tell whether these people are satisfied with these reads. But anyway. Um, I think. I, I mean, I think Ben's wrapped. That's a, that's a <laughs> fucking doozy. We, I mean... You can't be happier than two guys coming up with a pitch for what sounds like the greatest movie of all time yeah. off the back of your name. How yeah. can you be disappointed with that? Two guys come up with a pitch for, if you thought Billy Madison was too highbrow for you, check out this. Yeah, too, too, yeah, too highfalutin. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, thanks to Patreon subscriber number three this week, Bailey Watkins. Ooh, okay, mm. okay. I don't mind the name. Don't mind the name Bailey. Yeah, is, is it say. is it a girl's name or a boy's? It's pretty. I don't know if I've ever heard it used as a girl's name. Oh really? Never, I thought it was primarily fellas. Yeah. Name. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking it up now. I'm looking looking mm. I'm looking them up on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. And if it's the one that comes up straight away, got? Uh, this person is male and is in Melbourne and is and the, the information I'm getting here is he's single mm-hmm. what a loser okay all right but this person if it's mm. if it's them this person's got 1600 friends on Facebook now that's a lot for someone Whoa. that's not in 
comedy. Like, you know, in, in comedy you get people who admire your work. They want to be friends with you. You get a lot of industry people. Yep. It's so easy to be friends with yep. hundreds and, you know, e- even thousands of people through comedy and entertainment. Yep. Very easy. But then you look at, like, yep. mates from high school or whatever and they've got, like, 60 friends and you go, oh, yeah, that's – I guess that's just right. you know how that yeah. works. If you if you're not schmoozing, if you're not dealing with different people all the time, but so this yeah, person, you're not out there doing digital glad handing. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, who's this cunt with sixteen hundred? This cunt has got sixteen hundred. Yeah. Fuck. This place Does is, he have like a job listed or anything like that? No, no, he doesn't. So I can't huh. really tell. Why Do you have got, any uh, why got so mutuals many with him? I don't. I don't. Let me have a look. Yeah. I'm going to find this guy. I mean, look, this might not be him. See if I know him. I'm, I'm, it might be. Like any, anytime someone's in Melbourne, I go, okay, they're, they're, they're a good chance. It's a good chance of being them. Um, yeah, 1,600 friends. Yeah, I don't have any mutuals with this guy. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. Very, very interesting. Is it that interesting? Photos. Well, I don't know. I mean, if he's into comedy... And he's lives in Melbourne and whatnot, and with that many friends, you would think he maybe would have friend requested, you know, comedians at some point. Maybe they've accepted him. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, there's people that we both know that are just they'll take anyone. Yeah, they'll accept any request. That well, they look, get. it might not be him. It might there's there's other Bailey Watkins. There's one in Cairns. There's one in Ballarat, and there's one in uh, okay. Albury. No, Caloundra in Queensland. So it could be any of those people. Okay, what about I'm going to search members within the Patreon group. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's see if I can find him Bit in there. Smart idea. That's probably. Let's see how we go. Let's let's properly. Bailey. What, yeah, we we need to stalk people yeah, every week. That's him. Oh, is that him? That's him. We, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Okay, <laughs> this cunt's dead. <laughs> All right, let's find out where he lives. This cunt is dead. <laughs> we find you. Let's triangulate his position. Yeah. And uh. Send a fucking drone strike to his house. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is him. This is him. Right. Single. Well, let's... No let's, new posts. Let's, they, help, let's yeah. help him out. You know, he's single. He's struggling. Well, he, you know, he might he might enjoy being single. He might be... That might be by choice. Yeah. But, uh, he looks like a player. You I know, guess this guy's he, a... If he's, yeah. if he's got sixteen hundred friends, he's a he's a bit of a player. He's a he's a little social butterfly, isn't he? <laughs> little social worm. Okay, what about this? One of his profile pictures. How good is this? Just going through, just reading stuff from a stranger's Facebook page. Yeah, he's um one of his profile pictures from December the eleventh, two thousand seventeen. It's him with two other chaps at a bar. It seems to have been taken, you know, like the photographer that they'd have at a club or a bar or what have you. And a uh, comment here on the photo by a woman named Emma Mahoney saying, you look so cute. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what are you doing, Bailey? Maybe uh, maybe, maybe there could be something there with Emma. Yeah. You know, maybe, uh, you know, she seems like she's kind of interested. Yeah. What, what's happened there? Give us the history there. You look there. cute. Give us the history. Is anything going yeah. on there? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going deep. I'm going down his page to try and find something <laughs> incriminating. I'm, I'm, I'm down to 2014 <laughs> at the moment. Trying to find something oh, wow. fucked up on him. What's he? What's he got? <laughs> I, I sw- he's going to say the n word. Here's a photo of some of, stage. Yeah, I'm just going through his profile pictures. There's one here of him in a bin. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, I see that one. Um, 
Seen that one. He's lost yeah. a bit of weight over the years, I think. Has he? There's a, the further I'm going back, he's a little little stockier back in the day. Oh, a bit of a yeah. little chubby. A chubby boy. Yeah. Yeah, he mm. got it together. There's a photo of him and some him and some of his lad friends out the front of uh, Warner Brothers Movie World. <sighs> Warms your heart. Warms your heart to see something like this. Just the There's fellas getting together to go on the Lethal Weapon ride. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, not a big fan <laughs> of that. It's got to be. I, I want something. I want something fucked. I want to find something <laughs> fucked on this guy. Just, just one of the now boys. This, now, what we're doing now, what we're doing now, definitely applies to what you were saying before about. I wonder if some of these people are happy with what we've done with their names. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this beats the movie riff where we're just looking at his photos and commenting on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This I'm, takes the cake. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm deep into. Oh, here we go. All right, all right. I'll take this. What you got? I'll take this. I'm I'm pretty mm-hmm. desperate for something bad on him, so I'll take this. Yep. I've just found out Bailey Watkins, yep. conspiracy theorist. Really? Yeah. Found a profile. What's he reckon? Profile update from September 16, 2013. puts his puts his profile out as wouldn't be surprised if Big Brother is rigged. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Very nice stuff. Attacking the honour nice of stuff. one of our most prestigious TV shows. What a disgrace. Yeah, an institution. I wonder, oh, um, Bailey, I wonder what Bailey's got the Big full Brother. tinfoil hat on. Fuck, what a fucking, oh. <laughs> I wonder what had happened on Big Brother right before that status to make him think that. You know, yeah. just the turkey slap <laughs> was a false flag operation. <laughs> they set those men up. <laughs> yeah, great, great. All right, I think that's I think all that's right, all well, I'm thanks, getting Bailey. on this bloke. I think that's I think that's the best I'm going to get on him. Uh, I'm going deeper and deeper. There's nothing. There's nothing. I'm not. There's a there's a few little comical little joke bits where he's he's gotten married. He's not gotten married. He's just saying that on Facebook. No, oh, that's classic. I yeah. bet it dare I say it, I bet he I reckon I reckon he said he was married to a bloke. That's the kind oh, of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the kind of that's the kind of like humorous mind I think we're dealing with here. Yeah. Bit of a <laughs> bit of a joke. Bit of a joke, two blokes being married on Facebook. Alright, I'm gonna leave it at this. This I, f- I found another picture very early in two thousand thirteen. He's posted a picture of like, like a tube in the. You know what do you call it when there's a wave and then like a, a, you know, you're surfing down that tube. Is that is that what you call it? A tube. Uh, yeah, you know I can what I mean. It. I don't know the crest of a wave and you, you uh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're surfing in the middle of it. So there's that, and it seems to yeah, be yeah, you're like inside the wave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so there's a picture. Of, he's posted a picture of that, and then there's like a head that might be a female surfer poking their head out. Of the wave, <laughs> and then one of his friends has commented on it. There's one comment on the picture, and the comment is, "It's never a picture of their cunt." <laughs> <laughs> so this is this legal. <laughs> this I, I'm just trying to figure out if this guy Matt Glowry, if he's implying that, like, there should be a woman st- sticking her vagina out of a wave. What is that? Is that yeah. what he's saying? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, it sounds like uh, yeah, maybe, 
Maybe we got to get that guy to contribute on Patreon, and then we can do a thorough examination of his Facebook profile, yeah. and we might get the answers that we want. Yeah. Seems unfair to tar Bailey with this brush, but mm. um, yeah. Anyway, well, thanks, thanks Bailey. Thanks for having such an open Facebook profile that uh, that means that we've been able to um, do do such a <laughs> such a deep dive on you, but you know, you your know, personal history. Literally, I will finish on this one now, which is very apt. October 2012, he's done an update that says, scrolling down your news feed and thinking, fuck, I know some shit cunts. Well, there you go. There you absolutely (laughs) go. There you go, Bailey. (laughs) Art imitating life. (laughs) Thanks, Bailey. Thanks, Um, Bailey. Thank you to Patreon subscriber. Whoa, whoa, Nelly, here we go. Thank you to Patreon subscriber, Maximilian Marshall. Mmm. Seen this name pop up. Really? Wondering when the day would come. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Maximilian. Uh, it's filled me with a bit of dread, to be honest. Oh, really? I really know what I'd make of it. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's finally, it's finally So Maximilian, here. that is commonly, that is the uh, long version of Max. Like Max is short for that, right? Is that correct? I would I presume so, for sure. Hmm. I guess what? You really hear I, of too many people called Max. Oh look, Maximilian is You found is, this person as well? It, it, yeah, I found him. Don't worry, I'm 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 going through it as well. Don't worry, I'm I'm all over it. Um <laughs> all right. Maximilian. Me, I I'm I'm get this guy. pretty into the name. Pretty into Maximilian. I always I already thought Max yeah. was, was not a bad name, but Maximilian. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's sounds pretty good. sounds um, intelligence makes you sound like I don't know some sort of um, some sort of TV character, some sort of uh, secret identity, maybe. I don't know. Make, just makes mm-hmm. you sound a bit special, like in a good way. I think I'm. I'm. I like it. I really like it. It seems a shame to abbreviate okay, it to Max. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, you got to respect this guy for just yeah going with the whole thing when it's so good. Mm. Okay. Now, anyway, we love the name. Now let's go through the Facebook and try and find some dirt on this guy. Yeah, cunt. yeah. <laughs> let's get him. Let's take him down. Let's find a profile where he says, "Yeah, but how come in the movie White Chicks, um, you're you're allowed to white up?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now he's, let's 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 put it out there that he's, okay. he's Scottish. He's Scottish. So let's let's make sure that's oh, out he is? there. Okay. Yep. He. Uh, he does not appear to be single, from what I, from what I'm gathering from his profile. Yeah, no. Well, certainly his um, his photos. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm I'm going deep on his girlfriend's profile now as well. Is that what you're saying? Are you really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. No, I'm not. I'm well, not. We, I'm not. To be clear, do, I'm not doing that. Know, <laughs> on this, on this show, we uh, you know, we do like to do a, you know, we we need a cross reference. Everyone that has ever come into contact with these people that we're, give us money. Con- we don't want there to be any we're surprises contact tracing. down the line. Contact tracing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not much. Uh, no, he seems happy. There's not a whole lot going on on this profile, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, he just seems like a normal, happy dude. Yeah. He shared a Rick and Morty meme about two mm. years ago, two and a half years ago. It's a shame. Sharing a lot of... Um, Sharing a lot of um, 
rock and roll tattoo and piercing Edinburgh. He's sharing a lot of like share this thing to win a full day tattoo session with this guy. Right. Um, he was selling two tickets to Drake okay. in March of 2017. So um, don't know if that gig's happened yet, but maybe jump on that. Yeah, guys, hit him if up. You're, uh, interested? Hit him up if hit you're keen up. on Drake. <laughs> <laughs> on some antique tickets of Drake, yeah, you don't make a million. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not good for riffing, but you know, we love the name. It's a great name, Maximilian. It's just you know, it's nice to see that he's just got a happy, chill, normal life. Yeah, it's, you know, it is. You know, for having such a cool for, name. For one thing, it is happy. Sometimes you know, as we've learned from live shows, sometimes we go, and sometimes we're accused of just having a lot of nufty listeners. Um, it's nice to see a guy and go. Mm-hmm. This this guy looks like a, a a pretty normal guy. You know, we should we should start a new list of chill dude. We should start a new list of just normal people who have never harassed us that seem like absolutely normal people. Mm-hmm. Make a new like you know exclusive like gold list of these people that they they go into the hall of fame of listeners. People that we've never heard of, which means they've never done us wrong. Um, he's obviously right, on Patreon right. to, to start with, so he's 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 kicked in money. <laughs> Plus, he's never thought. Well, that's that entitles me to text one of them and call them a shit cunt, or complain about an episode. Yep. That's man, this guy's special, yep. and he's he's got a cool name. He looks like he's got a good life. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm. Look, I'm proposing all the happiness in the world. I'm proposing maybe mm. that Maximilian is the first entry in our normal people listener hall of fame. The hall, the hall of normal people. Hall yep. of hall of normies. Yep. The Hall of Normies, mm. yep. Okay, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm happy to sign off on that one. Well, congratulations, Maximilian. Mm. Yep. Great name as well. That's that's going to be whoever has to chisel that one onto the plaque, they're going to have a fucking great time with that. Yep, yep. Very good. Um, thanks, Maximilian. Um, thanks, Maximilian. I, okay. Keep, it, keep up the great work. Yep. All right. Well, let's. Um, we actually have to record something else right now, Tommy, don't we? So we better we better get going. Um, we have to. Uh, we have to go back in time and uh, record the episode. Yeah. That people. We literally just do heard. the episode you've just heard. We have to record that now. We've we've gone absolutely topsy turvy. We've pretended this is like a story I wrote in grade four, and we're about to suck off yep. a dinosaur in this in this podcast. Um, so we better yep. get on to that now. So let's just do – let's not disappoint someone. Let's do one more this week and round that up to whatever that is. Um, all right. Okay. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Oh, okay. Oh, it's just a little bit similar to the last one, sort of. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this person's normal. Can you – Can you look, let's do a dap, deep dive on this person. You can just open up your, your okay. search window on Facebook. I'll right get now. Facebook ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Get it, get yeah. it ready. Warm it up. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Slightly similar name to the last guy. That's all. So don't let that confuse okay. you. Okay. Interesting. Um, also, and also on a brief, uh, like a, a longer version of the word Max. So I guess this guy goes by the name Max. Uh, maximum comedy. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Maximum Comedy. Oh wow. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of comedy. Yeah. Well. I guess that's what he would have copped at, at high school. Yeah, maximum comedy. Yeah, what are you what are you getting so far? It's not possible to get. It's not possible to get more comedy than that. Yeah. Um. Well, he's maximum comedy. Like, like I said, you can't get any funnier. So he probably gets the nickname Billy Madison because mm. it, it 
truly does not get any funnier than Billy Madison, I've, in I've, my humble opinion. I've gone deep on his Facebook page already and found pictures of his girlfriend, oh, yeah, and I'm getting? going deep on them. Um, yep. Yeah, yep. Lot of lot of blackface pictures. Um, yeah. I'm having a look to here too. Much like the other guy, he's got a conspiracy theory on his page here, down mm. the news feed a bit, yep. that says comedy was an inside job. <laughs> yeah, right. It doesn't get any... It doesn't get any nuttier than that, does it? Yeah, yeah. Comedy literally is an inside job, though, to be fair. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of them, are you? All right, I see. I see what's happening here. I yeah. see what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen a few. I've seen a few false punchlines uh, in my time in in, mm-hmm. in comedy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I've literally seen a few people wear yeah. tinfoil hats doing comedy. So, yeah, that's something as well. Okay, okay. All right, well, thanks, Max. Thanks, uh, everyone who has supported the Little Dum Dum Club on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club, if you would like to do that. We really appreciate it, and you get two extra episodes every week. Hit the website, littledumdumclub.com, for the merch. We've got the hoodies. We've got T-shirts. We've got all sorts of different stuff. Uh, We've got the previous episodes. Check all that stuff out, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you next week with something a little bit different. Oh yeah, a little bit special. Next week's going to be really Dare good. I say it. Get ready. Get real ready. It, yep. um, the famous quote: When you're driving into Dalesford uh, from Ballarat, there's big graffiti that just says "Aliens are real." Get real ready. So do that. Mm, well, you've just given away what we're doing for the episode. It's a special <laughs> all about Dalesford. We're going to be chatting it up. All we're about Dalesford, Dalesford aliens. Uh, yep. We're breaking the law. Yep. We're <laughs> we're breaking the law to get a little B and B down at Dalesford, and we're just going to record an episode from there. So we're look out for that in the feed next probed. week. Yeah, in Dalesford. <laughs> All right. All thanks right. for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. See you, mate. See you, mate. <laughs>